Hey y'all, this is Allison. Before we start, a reminder to sign up for the free spring cleaning course. If it's not spring, you can call it the decluttering challenge. It is a five-day challenge to declutter your home, mind, body, and soul, and it's freaking awesome. Go to aligndesigns.co, click on online courses, and it'll be the first one listed as you scroll down. This is Align Designs, the show about creating a life of ease and flow and encouraging women to be 100% authentically themselves by following their inner authority and practicing transparency and vulnerability. This is the place where you can collect all the tools to help you construct your best life through the lens of human design. Here's your host, Allison Cullen. Welcome, you guys. Welcome back to the Align Designs podcast. This is your host, Allison, and I have a super special guest on the phone with me today. She is one of my dear friends from Austin, Mrs. Sabrina Miller. I'm excited to have you on, Sabrina. So today we're going to do sort of, Sabrina said she would be my guinea pig on doing a sample reading for y'all of what it looks like to do a reading for a whole family. So anyways, we're going to do, I normally have people do a 60 minute reading. Sabrina already has had her own like human design reading. And so I'm going to just try to make this about 30 minutes just so you guys can see what this looks like. But yeah, welcome Sabrina. Welcome to the podcast. Tell us a little bit about you. You live in Austin. You're from Austin. You live in Austin and tell us about all of the things Sabrina and your family. Hi, yeah. Thank you for having me on today. So I am born and raised here in Austin, Texas. I have a sweet daughter, Sloan. She's five years old. And my husband, Sean, who I love very much, who I can't wait to hear more about his human design today. I personally am a generator and I know my daughter is one too. So I'm super um, excited to hear how I can help her um, in the future, um, just help her grow. And here in Austin, when I'm not uh, I'm equally obsessed with human design, I am a nutrition coach and personal trainer, and I focus on vegans and vegetarians and helping their overall health and deep health and living a balanced and happy life. And y'all definitely have to go follow Sabrina's Instagram because she has the best pictures of her over at the, is it called the Central Texas Pig Rescue? Yes, that is my happy place. Yes. Real good. So go give her a follow and you'll find very happy, sweet pictures and a lot of great, like you post awesome recipes and workouts and all that stuff. I love following you. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. So how this works is I always do a recording for y'all. So you can be present and you know, ask me questions and whatever, but you don't have to feel like you have to take notes during the recording. If you just really want to like soak it all in, cause I'm going to send you the recording and then you can take notes and then you have access to me for a week to be able to ask questions from like listening to the follow-up recording. And then also I give like little tidbits of homework throughout. So you can sort of practice those over the next week and, and be able to contact me to ask me questions. Same goes for you, Sabrina. Okay. So one really cool thing. So there's Sabrina, her husband, Sean, and their daughter, Sloan, and everybody is a generator. So there's a lot of energy in this household, which is a great thing. And the cool thing about human design is that everything I'm going to talk about today, there's huge gifts in, and there's room for growth. It's always, it's not like, I don't know, like a psychic reading or something where you like find out something you're like, Oh my gosh, you know, it's like, 
something crazy. This is no like future fortune telling or future anything or whatever. It's very like personality types and your specific energy types, but there's certain things that you can do to like benefit this. And a lot of the stuff I'm going to talk about, I'll give examples of my family too. And cause we're all very different. And there's a lot of work to be done, especially with like open and closed energy centers. So everybody's a generator. Everybody is a non-specific manifester. Did you already know that Sabrina? I did not know that. Okay. So this is really cool. And I think it's super important for parents to be able to start teaching their children from a really early age, how to manifest. And you can use whatever word is comfortable for you. It's goal setting or calling things in or creating certain things or having a list for their kiddos of like what they want and how to go achieve that and how to call those in. For all of y'all, it might be fun to do like a family, you know, vision board night or something like that. But with those things that you're wanting to call in, you really want to focus on the feeling of them. So like for non-specific manifestors, it's okay to write out a list that's specific, but then under each of those items, you really want to get down to like, why do I want this? For an example, say you're calling in an extra $200 a month to have like a housekeeper come once a week, right? Say that that's like an example. The, what you would want to do is is like write out all of the feelings that that would give you. You would have like more time. You'd have some freedom. Things would feel clean. It would be very abundant feeling like X, Y, Z, like all of that kind of stuff. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. Okay. So that is that. And then one thing I wanted to note, okay. Solar plexus. Are you familiar with the solar plexus center, the emotional center? A little bit. Okay. So the solar plexus is the very right hand triangle that points left and it's either white or brown filled in. If it's brown, then it's colored in, it's defined. Both you and Sean have a closed defined solar plexus and then Sloan has an open one. So whenever there's, if everybody's all the same, I don't, usually it's pretty flowing and there might be questions on it, but like when there's like some improvement to be made, it's when people have different ones. Like my family, we like mine and my daughters are open and my husband's is closed. So when there's deferring ones within the family, especially of the solar plexus, I always like to note that Sabrina you and your husband both have closed, which means that you have your own emotions. Like you very much can like, like you're very heady where you like think about things and stress about things and worry about things and have those emotions, right? A lot of people do. I think this is like sort of, I think the solar plexus, that's like half and half, like half of us humans have an open one and half have a defined one. So y'all are both that way. Sloan is open, which means she very much, she can very much be emotional also, but it is always picking up on other people's. So if she's like at school or something and comes home in a bad mood, then it's somebody's energy at school. It doesn't necessarily mean something like bad happened. It just means she picked up on some, some energy that she wasn't able to like detox from her body. Does that make sense? Yeah, very much so. And then if she's, if y'all have all just been at home that day and she's in a bad mood, it's from you or Sean. Yeah. This already is making a lot of sense. <laughs> the thing is, is that it's really hard for 
the defined solar plexus beings, you and Sean, to realize that to be able to like not have your emotions go to someone who's open in that way. So there's two things that you can do for, for Sloan, for the, for the open solar plexus person, I always say, teach them to notice when they're feeling icky and have some way of detoxing that out of their body, whether it's breathing exercises or meditation or running around. And honestly, Sloan's old enough. So you could talk to her about this. I couldn't do this with Caroline yet. Sloan's old enough that you could say, Hey, when, when like you're hanging out at the house and you're like feeling frustrated or angry or sad or something, it might be because you're sensing some kind of frustration or anger or sadness that mommy or daddy have. And you need to come and tell me because people that have defined like you and Sloan, sorry, you and Sean, everybody's S's. I love it. No, I'm sorry. I can get confusing. (laughs) You and your husband sometimes like you're very self-aware, but it can sometimes be hard to realize that it is your emotions and not from something that somebody else did. So just starting to sort of notice that and do, it's not impossible for, for you to like notice this, but you just have to sort of, I always give the homework of like, have an alarm go off on your phone, like once an hour and just sort of notice, like stop and be aware of your emotions and write it, like journal it or say it out loud or whatever. And just be like, okay, I have tension. I have anger. I have tension in my shoulders. I have like a lump in my throat. I feel like I'm not speaking my truth. I feel like, like really like figure that out on a hour by hour basis so that then you can be more aware of it and not transfer it to Sloan. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah, definitely. That is something that oh my gosh, makes such a huge difference. And it's hard because for us that have children with open solar plexus, when they start acting out, you're like, oh my gosh. And it's just this circle. It's like, then it makes you upset and then it makes them upset. And then it makes you upset. And it's like, oh my gosh. So if you can just like stop yourself and be like, okay, she's acting out or do whatever, yelling at me or whatever, be like, what in the past, like 24 hours, what emotions have I gone through? that I'm like, that this is then going on to her. I know we all get mom guilt. So don't beat yourself up for it. Like I have to do this. I have to like say, no, I'm a human being. I have emotions. This is okay, but I'm just going to start being aware of it. It will improve ridiculously. Like it'll be awesome, but it's just like a hour to hour thing of like noticing that. Okay. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, I'm glad you jumped in and said the mom guilt thing. That's immediately what I started feeling <laughs> as soon as you started saying all of that. So no, just use it. Everybody has emotions. This is awesome because, but the thing that I would do is so many parents aren't truthful and open with their children. They make it then feel, they make their kids feel like their kids are never allowed to be in a bad mood and they can't feel their feelings and whatever. But you saying, Hey, Mommy is in a bad mood. It is not your fault. It is something I need to process here. I'm going to go for a quick run to sort of let this energy out. This is how mommy deals with this is like a huge teaching lesson for her. And then she probably won't act out on, she'll be like, oh, this has nothing to do with me and I don't need to react. Does that make sense? Awesome. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. I like that. I feel like I am very 
open with my feelings. Sean and I both are with her. We don't try to hide. We encourage her, but that definitely gives me guidance to explain what I need to do so that she doesn't take it on. Yeah. yeah, That's very helpful. And if she doesn't take it on, she'll just like react a lot less. Yeah. I see this all the time with like when my husband is in a not great mood and then Caroline, she'll, she'll have been fine. And then she'll just start crying, screaming. And I know she's a toddler. So that's like a whole thing too, but it's a little bit easier with a six-year-old because they can speak and you can talk to them and you can talk through all this stuff with them. So that will help so much. Okay. The spleen, this is, I always for sure talk to moms about the spleen. It's like super important for us to understand our spleen. So the spleen is where where our fears and anxieties live a little bit separate, different than the solar plexus, which is, which is like all the other emotions, but spleen is, is fears and anxieties. So your Sabrina, your spleen is open and Sloan and Sean's is defined. What that means is that you are more so susceptible to other people's fears and Mm -hmm. emotions. You don't necessarily, you're not a fearful person. You're very much like, you don't have your own fears. Like you've sorted through, I always give this example, like, you know, rejection, fear of rejection is like a big fear, but it's like our way of like making sure we stay alive. Cause when we lived in tribes, if we were rejected, then we got kicked out and we'd probably not have food and shelter and all that kind of stuff. But these days rejection doesn't matter because it's not needed for our survival like that, that, you know, you need to have your your good family or soul tribe. But other than that, it's okay if Susie Q down the street doesn't like you. You have sorted through all of that and you know those things to be true. Anytime you're feeling fear or anxiety, this is sort of like the opposite, like how Sloan soaks up people's emotions. You will soak up people's fears and anxieties. You don't have your own, but you'll like be really impacted when other people around you are feel fearful or anxious. Sloan and Sean are not that way, but you might soak up their fears or anxieties. So a very important thing, it's hard to do with Sloan just yet, but with Sean, you might be really over communicative for a while about him sharing his like deepest fears and you helping him process that. People with a defined spleen can't really process their own fears very well. You need to help them do that. Okay. And same thing for Sloan. Like if she's ever like, I'm scared of this, or this is making me nervous or whatever. She can't, she's not as aware of those things. So you are that person to help her process those and to walk back with her and be like, Hey, your body thinks that this is scary because a really long time ago, we all lived, there were lions and tigers and bears out that could come and get you. And that's not the way it is now. Like you're very safe at home and, you know, just walking her through that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. All of that, that you just said, like literally makes so much sense for my family. And yeah, I mean, that's totally how we, how the three of us are. And, um, it's so funny. Sloan, I just had a, like a discussion like that this morning because she was worried she was going to be judged by her friends, all this about a shirt. I mean, it was completely ridiculous in my mind. Yeah. Right? But I, and I had to just talk her down and the same thing happens with Sean as well. And I do definitely absorb their other people's fears. So yeah, that's all very, very helpful. Thank you. Yes. And the reason I tell this, especially to moms, a lot of times 
I mean, I know that Sloan is, Sean is awesome at this with Sloan too. He's not like your typical dude who like won't talk about any feelings and stuff. Right, (laughs) right. But it's important for moms because we, I feel like have a gift at talking about this. And so the more that the moms can learn about the spleen and really learn how to best help themselves or others detox those fears or anxieties, our next generation is going to lead from love more and not from fear. Wonderful. I love that. So that's like really, really important. Okay. So just so that we can stay on time, I usually go through the other um, energy centers and Sabrina, we can do this um, after the recording too, but I just wanted people to sort of see a an example of some of the energy centers. I'm going to go next to the profiles. Um, So this is really cool. So I think you already know a little bit about yours. You have the 6-2 profile. That's the same as mine. So I know a lot about it. And then Sean and Sloan both have 4-6. So yours, the 6-2, the most important part of this is that you sort of take some time to journal, um, meditate on whatever what like your childhood self and what they viewed like the exemplary adult human being to be. And you need to like write down all those characteristics and take steps every day to step into that person. Okay. Almost like people with a six, two are, I feel like we're like old souls, but it's like, you probably had amazing family members and role models and all of that, but no one that had like all of those all into one human being, all of the characteristics that you wished existed in one human being. So that's, that's like what I tell six twos to do. And you have um, some of that two is a hermit. So it's really important for you to have a, a lot of alone time to feel mm-hmm. and fulfilled. So Sloan and Sean are the four, six. So hold on. I'm, I don't know as much about this. So I'm just going to read some notes really quick. Okay. Family and friends are everything to four sixes. They're often like the leader of their, their tribe, their little circle of people. Usually they, every, they look almost like this perfectionist person on the outside, but are super vulnerable on the inside. So help you could step in and sort of help them talk about those vulnerabilities and fears and stuff. So we already, we already sort of talked about that. Like they have a propensity for mental exhaustion and anxiety. So just making sure that they have time to release that in whatever way, whether it's exercise or meditation or prayer or whatever, that kind of stuff. And then becoming self-aware is their like life's mission. You can guide them to know that wisdom comes from the heart and not the head. So a lot of the stuff that I teach is like, get out of your head, pros and cons list, F them. Like, no, we don't do pros and cons lists. We like follow our gut and follow our heart. So you teaching both of them how to do that will be huge. Okay. I'll send you the notes from both of those because there's quite a bit more in those profiles, but I wanted to be able to get through all this. Okay. So then let me touch really quick on each person's incarnation cross. I love to do this. So everybody has, everybody on their human design chart has gates that are activated. And if you wanted to do like a three hour reading, we could go through every single one of your gates and all your channels and all your centers and all of that kind of stuff. But Usually when I, when we do like a 30 minute or 60 minute reading, I just stick to the incarnation cross because the incarnation cross is about, it's responsible for about 70% of your karma this lifetime. So there's a bunch of 
good information in it. If I have time with people, we might touch on a couple other channels, but incarnation cross gives a ton of information. So there's two types of incarnation crosses. When you see it on your chart, the word, the name for it doesn't matter. I don't know why there's weird names. Honestly, doesn't matter. The numbers matter and whether it's left or right matters. Sabrina, have I told you about yours? I don't think I have. Okay. So you either have a left angle or a right angle. People with a left angle, your you know, you don't have to necessarily believe in reincarnation, but that is what they're talking about when they're talking about left or right, like, and your karma for this lifetime. So this lifetime for you is focused on the collective more than growing. A lot of times old souls are this way where it's like, you've learned a lot and you've grown a lot personally, your life, this life is meant to grow like the human collective. So that's pretty cool. Sloan and Sean are both right angle, which is cool because you can sort of help. This might be part of your job this lifetime is to help them grow personally, like help their souls grow. Not that your soul's not going to grow and become even better. It's just that your purpose is for collective growth rather than personal growth. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, very much so. Yes. So yours is the left angle and your numbers are, there's always four numbers, 41, 31, 44, 24. Those I'm going to go through them really quick. 44 is the fear of past repeating itself. 31 is alpha male or female energy which is awesome. I definitely see that in you with that. I always tell people like, Hey, are you a hundred percent stepping into your leadership capabilities for women? It's like figuring out your shadow self. Cause a lot of times we have shadow around being bossy, this gate, like you really have to just like get over that and not care if people think you're bossy because you're meant to be a leader. So that's a huge one. 44 is, Oh, we already talked about 44. Sorry. 44 is fear of past repeating itself. 31 is that alpha female energy. 41 is artistic creativity. You and I have talked about this a lot. What's the book you recommended? I'm going to link it. The women wolves one. Oh, women who run with wolves. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to link that here. Cause I know you and I talked about this. Cause I talked about this being your main channel when we did your reading a, a few months ago. And it's really about diving into that creative side of yourself and making sure you keep that a priority your entire life. Do you have questions about that so far or any of that? No, it all just, no, it sounds very right and good. (laughs) And then the last one, 24 is pondering to get to the truth. So this is a divine channel. It's like something, some kind of information comes from upstairs, God, divine, whatever you call that being. Um, And then in your brain, it's turned into something to where you're able to make sense of it to other humans in layman's terms. That's a big deal for you. Any questions about your incarnation cross? Um, Yeah. So just to kind of maybe tie it all together. So then the incarnation cross, so it's about 70% of your karma this lifetime. So looking at mine, so my kind of goal for this lifetime is like, I'm focusing on the collective, which I do do. So that is funny or not funny, but yeah, that's good. That says that. And then the four numbers you listed that those are basically the ways that I'm going, that I need to, those are the things I need to focus on, or those are my strengths are to focus on the collective. Yeah. Those are your gifts. So in the incarnation cross, 
and in channels, you sort of have to master those things for yourself. And then while you're still mastering them, teach them to other people. Okay, great. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to do Sean's incarnation cross next? Yeah. Sloan's. Okay. Let's do Sean's and then we'll do Sloan's and then we'll wrap up. Okay. I think that's pretty good. We might've gone a little bit over 30 minutes, but I also talked about other stuff at the beginning. So, okay. Sean's is right angle. So his karma this lifetime is to grow his own soul himself, which you can help him do. It's great to have a left angle in a family with right angles especially a mom, because <laughs> it's like your <laughs> job to help them grow. His are 31, 41, 27, 28. Let me go get those. Okay. 41. You have this too. It's that artistic creativity. And I don't know Sean too well. Does he do, does he have any, a creative outlet? Oh him? yeah. Well, he actually went to photography school and oh, yes. um, oh. he kind of mixes up his creative outlet right now. It's woodworking. Awesome. So really like support him in that and help him continue always to have a creative outlet. Just like soup. I know you do anyways, but just support him in that. And that's important. That's so awesome too, for Sloan to see her dad do something other than just his nine to five work. Like, yeah, I think that's awesome. He also has the same as you alpha male energy. (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah, (laughs) that was obvious. (laughs) That can sometimes be like hard when you both have that leadership quality, but y'all do a good job with it. And he definitely has stepped into a leadership role. You might talk to him sometime just about different, like other aspects of his life, any part of his life where he doesn't feel like he's a leader so that you can help him to step up in that way. And that might change over the years, but I think just knowing him from you, he does a really good job in that. 27 is a natural ability to nurture and care. And this is being able to see people's highest potential. This is important because there's two, this is like a little bit nuanced. There's two aspects to this gate. One, if he sees people in their highest potential, encourage him to be vocal about this, like to tell them to be like, oh my gosh, you did awesome at this. And he might already do this, but like whether it's through work or family or friends or whatever just encourage that. And, or if sometimes he's cynical about somebody and being like, this person did a crappy job. And like, why, why doesn't anybody do, I'm thinking about thoughts that I've had before. Like, why doesn't anybody do a good job anymore? Why can't you count on anybody? Blah, blah, blah. Then help him to see that people are always doing their best. Okay. And that everybody's best looks different each day. And just definitely that way. 28 is fear of running out of time. And it's also a, so that's just something where you can help him to grow out of that fear and to let it go. Um, but it also, this channel, the whole channel, which is 3828 is standing up for what you feel is right. And you've told me some stories about this, but like really being vocal when he sees something that's like not correct, like whether it's kids more so see like bullying. We can see bullying as adults too, which is sad, but like he needs to be the person who stands up and is like, no, no, this is not okay. You do not treat somebody like this. Okay. So never sitting by and saying nothing. Yeah. That's not his nature anyways. So (laughs) I feel like definitely lately over the past few months, he's embraced that number 28. So that's great. That's awesome. And there's, okay. So there's also a touch to this with life being precious and not permanent and really helping others have that awareness. So you could talk to him about that too. Sloan. 
Sweet Sloan. She is so a generator. I love her. I know. <laughs> okay, hers is right angle and it's 44, 24, 33, 19. And that is 44. So you have this. So y'all, you can help each other with this. 44, okay. year of past repeating itself and just talking her through stuff. It's going to look different as a child than it will as an adult, obviously. But just talking through those fears you know, be like, well, when else did this happen? What happened then? Letting her process it, letting her tell you the story of when it happened before. And they'd be like, okay, well, now you're a little bit older. Now this other person is different. Now we're in this situation, X, Y, Z. You know how to do that. 24. Okay. She has this 44 and 24 are the same as you. That's mm -hmm. so cool. Okay. 24 is the pondering to get to the truth. That's that divinity channel. So if she ever says something that like, doesn't quite make sense, ask her about it and try to don't just be like, and you're, you're good at this, but a lot of moms will be just be like, okay, whatever she's speaking. Just, she's like making things up really like talk to her about it and be like, well, where'd you hear this from? Cause she's got like voices in her head telling her things, which we tell as we grow up, tell to shut up and we don't listen to them anymore, but don't let her do that. Like, okay. Keep listening to them. These are not bad voices. It's just God voice. So yeah. No, yeah. I love it. That's awesome. 33 is processing information we've learned and turning them into like stories. So storytelling is huge and just let her run with it as long as it's not hurting somebody or like making up a mean story about somebody. And then you can te teach her about that. Okay. Um, and then 19 is sensing people's needs. So this is being sensitive to spiritual needs. This is... Um, about the spirituality of the tribe, providing for others' needs in a very higher consciousness kind of way. This will probably, like I see with this, it usually like starts coming out more when they're like teenagers and two adults, but like you want to start watering it now, you know, like how okay. grow now. Like as in just when I notice she's being sensitive to others or she's sensing something like say from me or someone else, just encourage her that that's a good thing that that's a gift. Yes. That that's a okay. gift. Say, you know, it's sort of similar to that one I talked about Sean with, but like, say at school, somebody is, she's like, Oh, I feel bad for Molly because she's, you know, this girl was not nice to her and whatever she could go then talk to Mo She doesn't need to go tell the other girl, like, shut up, you're mean, but she could go talk to Molly and say, Hey, how do you feel like being sensitive to her spiritual needs that she has like gotten her feelings hurt. And then she can sort of talk through that with her and just be like, this has happened to me before. Let's then help. It's like a healer basically. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. So that was, so normally like in a 60 minute reading, I'd go through the rest of the centers, the energy centers, and then I'd go through each person's, the rest of their channels and then have time for Q and A, but we can do a quick Q and A for the podcast. And then I can stay on after with you to go through the rest of the stuff too. Do you have okay. questions for right I now? Was kind of, I was kind of asking questions as we were going. So I don't, I don't feel that I have any now. I just kind of asked them as we were talking. Yeah. Good. Okay. Well, yay. Thank you so much, Sabrina, for being my guinea pig on doing like a family reading. I thought that was really fun. And y'all were the perfect little S generator family <laughs> to do that for. Everybody definitely go give Sabrina a follow on Instagram. I will put her handle and all of her information below. Sabrina, what's your handle just in case they're like driving or something? 
Yeah, it's veggies and vices. Oh, I love that. Yes. Okay, perfect. Go connect with Sabrina. Enjoy all of her awesome posts about recipes and workouts and sweet pigs. They're the best. <laughs> and I will see you next time. Thanks for listening. Bye, you guys. Thanks for listening. For more Align Designs and to connect with Allison, go to aligndesigns.co. A production of the Sound Off Media Company. Hi, I'm Marla Barr, the host of Your Wellness Journey, a podcast all about self-care, nutrition, and physical and emotional wellness. I'll teach you all about owning your wellness and understanding your personal healing journeys. Every week, you'll hear on how to conquer your mind-body obstacles and understanding your gifts. Subscribe or follow to Your Wellness Journey in all the places you would expect to find a podcast.